right club. Be the right club today. Yeah. I mean, that's better than most. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the No Laying Up podcast. Sunday night in the Kill House for the first time in like 10 weeks, I think. It's been a while. Actually recapping live golf. DJ Pie is here. You just heard his voice. Greetings. Hello. Big Randy is here. Good evening. It's just going to be a three-man weave this evening. Uh, the Carter brothers are in different parts of the world right now. They're at the, large. Yes, they are. They're, they're missing. Before we get started, a lot of questions have been flowing in about some of our favorite golf shoes, Quaders. From Travis Matthew. Absolutely. We get a lot of questions via Instagram DMs and whatnot. Travis Matthew is rolling out TM Rewards. This is a free loyalty program designed to give you perks just for shopping at Travis Matthew. So as soon as you join, you immediately get free shipping and returns on every purchase. So again, you're winning before the race even starts with this. Here's how it works. For every dollar you spend at Travis Matthew, you get five reward points. So when you spend $100, you get $5 in points towards your next purchase. It's like free money. So as you stockpile the points, you're going to unlock access passes to new products, VIP sales, exclusive offers, free gifts. Uh, we don't want to spoil too much, but the points you stockpile, the more you stockpile, the greater the perks. So uh, what we're excited about is that the points also earned here are good for Quater shoes. So go to Travis Matthew Retail Store or TravisMatthew.com. Uh, and did I mention that when you join TM Rewards, you get free shipping and free returns plus 15% off your first purchase. So head to travismatthew.com. We're not fielding any more questions on the shoes, all right? That's what they are, the quaders. That's right. It's free shipping, Randy. There's pool in the back. <laughs> Take it. It's yours. It's free shipping. Take it. It's yours. So we are going to, of course, recap the uh, tailor-made driving relief. Normally, I would say no free ads, but in the spirit of charitable giving, that that's, that's this is a free ad. 100%. For, for the, uh, the tailor-made sponsored event. A lot of sponsors for the event, but again, it was all for a good cause. We're not coming out of the gates just bashing this thing, right? No, absolutely not. What did not. you guys enjoy? Randy, I want to hear from you Lock, first. God, the brand activations <laughs> is probably what I enjoyed the most. Uh, no, you know, it was just, it was, uh, I'll tell you what I enjoyed the most was I had never seen Seminole before. And so it was really nice to get a real picture of that golf course. Did it impress? You know, I was a little underwhelmed at first, but I think the, the, Finishing stretch on the back nine was was really uh, strong, and so um, yeah, I think it lived up to. I, I think you know what my honest takeaway is is if it's not a, like a links course on the like this part of the world and down in Florida, it's hard to make like really good golf courses. I, I they just don't do much hard, for me. Hard visually. to make really beautiful golf courses. Yeah, 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 visually they don't they don't do much for me. But I guess everything's in the in intricacies at Seminole and. If it was firm and fast, it'd be fiery, which we didn't really get to see today. But uh, yeah, it was it was cool. You know, for as much as you hear about it, though, I was maybe expecting a little bit more. What was what did we just talk about? We we're going to make it to the first ad break, the only ad break with just positives, and you come out of the gate just flaming Seminole, worst no, course no, you've no, ever no. seen. <laughs> I'm just trying to, you know, I'm trying to be honest. Good luck getting invited back, DJ. What worked for you? Uh, well, we'll get into kind of the format a little bit, and uh, I guess why it was a skins. I, I didn't really get that, why they did that. this whole thing as a skins. But what I will say is, I mean, they raised $5.5 million. Like, holy shit, that's a lot of money uh, for one day and four hours um, of of work. So, I mean, I think we got to start there. That's kudos to everybody involved. Kudos to the, the players for actually making it happen. Uh, I know they were all probably down there and probably itching to get out of the house and um, all that stuff, but I thought it was great. It was good to be on the couch watching golf. There were a lot of problems, I thought, with the format and with uh, maybe some of the... Nah, we're not on negatives yet. Off. We're Cut not off. We're not on Make negatives yet. But I think all things considered, you know, it was a... Uh, it was... We'll give a massive benefit of the doubt because I have no idea what anybody was, was working with. I have no idea what the what the production truck, what the production situation was, any of that stuff. So uh, pulling together on a on fairly short notice on a mega shoestring budget, I thought it was fun to watch golf again. I would say it is... One of the things that I would easily dismiss is, oh, that could never happen. Like a, a match for the top players in the world at Seminole, televised with announcers under the hardest possible conditions, I would imagine, as far as CDC safety and all the protocols you have to follow and all of the brands that had to be involved in this and for all of it to go to a good cause. The fact that they got all that right is extremely impressive. 
for our, you know, this is a weirdest time in, in sports history, at least in our lifetimes. And to actually get to fulfill, like, I'd love to just watch guys go out and play at Seminole sometime. They, that, that course is not going to host a major professional event. The Walker Cup is going there next year, but it is a rare look at get at pros playing like a classic course. It's probably too short for them, but you get to go watch them have fun. And what I really liked about it, they didn't take it too seriously. Like it wasn't too self-serious. Like the guys had fun with it. It was laid back. You could tell they're a little, got their hearts racing a little bit at the end. Rory even kind of hinted at like playing money for money for himself doesn't really have that big of an impact on him. But for someone else, like it adds a little bit of pressure to it. So uh, I, I really enjoyed that part. I thought... Format was fine. I think the skins just had to relate to charity. Like it just, you but that know, makes no sense to me whatsoever. Yeah, and I, I just don't get why it doesn't. I don't get why. <laughs> don't you can't just say it does. It does. I, I, well, you got to hear me out. I don't get why you ever put yourself in like a situation where, like at the end, it's like, oh yes, one point one million dollars for our charity, not for yours. Like that's such a weird feeling to me. I don't get why they don't just split all the Suck money. It, CDC. <laughs> yeah, I don't get why they don't just split all the money and play a match. Just play a match. Why are you playing two-man skins is the most awkward, weird thing ever. That, that doesn't make any sense to me. I'm guessing that's to maybe help drive the donate, like the call-in donations. Like you, people see hole by hole how much is at stake. They're encouraged to, Nobody to donate. Nobody cares about that. I, don't I would imagine you're right, <laughs> but I'm imagining that's what, what that, why they came up with that. I, I agree. Money on I, the screen. I, no, I agree that that was the point, but I don't think, I, I'm saying I don't think it works. What, what would you have done? Taken the whole money, the Take, pool of so money, obviously split there's a, it evenly, yeah, there's send a it ceiling, to the charities. There's a ceiling on what all these companies are going to contribute, right? Sure. So like, hey, we're good for this. Split it up however, for you know, as a make it a birdie multiplier. Make it a... Whatever, like no, I, nobody gives a shit about any of that stuff. And then just play a match. Yeah, just for, say, hey, here's six hundred and fifty grand from us. Here's five hundred from us. Here's fifty from these guys. Here, okay, the total pool is this, and you can still call out to all those companies for all the the like the long drive thing. I thought was great, and like do that stuff. That's awesome. But I don't get why you don't just split the money down the middle and and just play a match. Just play. Oh, they're one up through fourteen. Maybe they wanted it to go all 18, all eighteen holes. Maybe that's part of it. I, that now you're onto something. Now you're asking the right. Well, then questions. make it a metal play thing or something. I don't know. They just the format didn't make sense to me. Yeah, I, I think it helps contribute to the laid back style. Like if you if metal play, if you're grinding over three footers, that could have really slowed the pace down on this match. Which a lot of people had comments about the pace of play that they were playing at. Hundred percent uh, wild world golf situation. They had to wait for the cameras. Oh yeah, like they had six cameras true. out yeah. there. They had to a couple times on the tee box. Wolfie's like ready to go, and he has to turn to the production team and be like, "Am I good? Am right. I good?" Because it is tough to get in position for that kind of stuff. So the players were actually their pace was aspirational. Yeah. It was awesome to see that DJ I, especially. <laughs> DJ, we can we'll talk about DJ. One one thing about the skins game. Why did they start them each with five hundred thousand dollars? So nobody got shut out. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I didn't really understand that. But uh, just the, all the, uh, I don't know. That's it, what it they agreed to split and they played for the rest. No, I get that. But like, it just doesn't, it just seems like a lot of convolution for no point. But I guess maybe there, there is a point if, if, if that's really what it is, is we don't want this thing to, you know, we don't want it to do match play and have it be over or whatever. Like, I feel like that's very fixable with just, well, we're going to keep playing the other holes just because. Mm-hmm. But, Another positive, Mike's on the players. How great was that? Sort of. On the positives. We're on the positives right now. We're going to get to the rest. In theory, it's great. It was great. 18th hole was awesome. Hearing Ricky and and Wolf read that putt together and having everybody else lay out and and hearing what was going on, I thought that was great. Yeah, I mean, we're going to say what, you know, 90% of the people who were watching were thinking is that I would have loved to hear more of it. But what are you going to do? I'll go back to the production truck. Who knows? Maybe they couldn't hear the players. Maybe they didn't know when to talk, when to not talk, any of that stuff. But it's a lot of talking. What what was your favorite commentary that you? What heard? was my what? favorite Rich Lerner pun? Probably when he said "Wolf." Uh, you know, these guys are really playing a game of wolf down there. I thought that, that was tickled great. somebody. Was that Azinger who, <laughs> who laughed out loud? <laughs> there was a lot of just like napalm laughter from the uh, yeah. from the booth. Whatever the, the boys would. <laughs> Ah! Whatever the guys would make some joke. That's the Gary Coke laugh oh, right there. Somebody got tickled with that wolf comment. Uh, what did you like about the the mics on the players, Randy? You know, it just gives you a little bit more insight than than obviously what you're going to get. Uh, you could uh, Rory, I think, tried to talk a little junk early, and then it was like, eh, I don't really think that's going <laughs> to, you know, nothing, nothing really going there. Um, this th- is Wolf was Wolf was the excitable boy, which was yeah. great. You know, you like, holy crap, that was bad, <laughs> yeah. and a couple other things that stand out. I don't know if you guys want to go into other things like Dustin was. 
totally. But I, I still checked out. Yes, but I, I mean, still maintain great. exactly. I I maintain for I say this every time that there's players mic'd up. Like it's not for the trash talk. I don't want to even hear that. Like it's hundred percent. It's so forced. It's not going to ever be good. Rory's line was. I get where he was going, but we didn't hear the conversation leading up to it, so there was no context on it. Uh, when he said, you know, I've won two FedEx Cups for $25 million. you think I got nervous over the putt like this or something to, to Wolf, we didn't hear what Wolf's comment was. So it wasn't, it was kind of cringy when that happened. But the conversations on just how, like, a putt breaks away and like, the putt where Wolf was like, man, that really broke. And DJ is like, dude, you started that, like, left center. Like, that wasn't <laughs> even close. That, I heard that. If Azinger said that, I would not hear it. If Gary Koch said it, I wouldn't even hear it. I can't, other than Rich Lerner's line that we just talked about, I can't tell you one thing they said today. And I can re- I could read back like 50 different things that the players said. It keeps you yeah. engaged. And honestly, as soon as the phone calls started happening, that's when I lost track of everything. We'll get, we're going to get into that. But I lost track of everything that happened in the match after that. I was engaged up till that point. Yeah, I was having a hard time. Uh, and this is where... If we want to slide into the production stuff, we're not going to go full on not deep, after the dark coverage stuff. But I guess if you wanted to do a backhanded positive comment, I would say that they kept like apologizing, like, "Oh, it's such a stripped down production. It's such a you know, oh, we've only got it's such a small crew." It looked exactly like a PJ Tour broadcast, <laughs> exactly, except for you know maybe less flyovers and less ancillary you know, Aeon risk reward shit, but a lot of like, it just seemed exactly like a broadcast, which kind of made me tune out on a lot of the stuff. Yes. And I think that's your point on the commentators is there's a ton of, you know, they could have been going into great detail explaining all these holes. And I just missed it. Cause I was glazed over and maybe that's my fault. Just poisoning myself with Twitter the whole time I'm, I'm watching it, but uh, it was hard to hard to retain a lot. But I think they had a lot of air to fill totally. And I don't know how you do that. Because if you just turn the on the mics, the, they're, I'll, I'll tell you how you do it. Yeah, you just let the players run it. But what if they don't? What if they're like not talking? Or what if they're fine? Yeah, like, like I know maybe I'm in the minority there. I know. But I think that'd be weird for. I think it would be the most a lot of people relaxing in. thing ever to watch. What maybe. I don't need though is up next is Dustin Johnson. This is his putt for birdie here. Like I, whatever happened to the Tommy rule? Tommy Roy no shit rule. <laughs> like because so much stuff that was being talked over the players was just literally telling us what was on the screen, which again, like don't either don't mic up the players and treat it normal or mic them up and get the hell out of the way. Like it, there's no reason for the overlap. I don't understand how this keeps happening. It feels like uh, one of my favorite Simpsons. We didn't make it to the break. One of my favorite <laughs> Simpsons lines where they're, they're driving down the road and there's a hitchhiker like holding up a sign that says Springfield and Homer's like, Oh my God, can't they get a post for that sign? And that <laughs> always reminds me of like the graphics, on the graphics on the screen. It's like, this, you know, Dustin Johnson for birdie. Yeah, no, I could see that in the in the graphic, man. You're not yeah, coming dude. from another group into that one. We know what he's <laughs> he putting for. He so that's where it's like, listen, it's I'm sure it was muscle memory, and it's just these guys trying to, you know, trying to fill airtime. And I, I just think that to your point, Randy, the like the quote unquote dead air makes it so uncomfortable. I'm sure that you're just sitting in the booth doing nothing but just itching to say something. But that's the point of the of the mics is just let it breathe, man. Just just. Relax. Yeah. Well, then I, they, I would you, rather you hear... can't involve that many people though, and then tell totally. them to be quiet. So once yes. you once you bring all that staff in, they're gonna have to talk, which Definitely. was part of the issue. I would say the the apologies for like the stripped down broadcast, like the like some of the audio was off, and there was oh, some gaps. That like that doesn't bother me. No, not at all. I don't, like that does not have a like a real impact on the viewer experience at all. But this was your opportunity to do a really bare bones broadcast. Yeah. You tried to fix it by having normal amount of care, uh, commentary over a bare bones, like, you know, rest of the production. And it was just, like I said, I said this on Twitter, it was like, they had so much of it right. They had it, like, they had it. And then just, like, threw in a bunch of salt and pepper. They were and kind of flipped, every, it, flipped it at the end, yes, trying to save it. Exactly. Yeah. That's what happened at the match last time, too, yeah. was they had two booths of announcers on top of the players breathing all over each other. So uh, we didn't make it to the break. Well, why don't we take it right now? <laughs> During this time of limited sports, DraftKings has come up with a way to stay engaged, offering free-to-play pools. So stay tuned to this. Even if you're in a state that doesn't allow online gambling, these pools are free to enter. If you download the DraftKings app, I'll tell you the details here in a second. They offer cash prizes up to $100,000 for the big uh, event that's coming up this next weekend. There's a whole big question at the top of each page. You can go into one of these options, which is pools. 
If you go to DraftKings.com slash sportsbook, at the top of the page, there's a headline bar. You go into pools, select from the list of pools on the right side of the screen. Once you select your pool, you're directed to a specific page where you can find the rules and scoring. So what you're going to do is answer 10 questions, submit your picks, and then all you got to do is watch the event, track yourself against the competition, and hopefully you win. So it's basically a bunch of questions about what's going to happen, and if you get the most right, you could win huge prizes. There's up to $100,000 available. So there's actually two different pools. There's a full match pool and a, just a back nine one if you are uh, want to kind of double your chances of winning it. So download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code NLU during sign-up. Enter the free-to-play pool this, for this weekend's match. For a limited time, all new users can get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. That's right. DraftKings has a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. Don't forget, enter code NLU and get your sign-up bonus up to $1,000 only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. I'm excited. for. We're going to do a whole podcast on the match coming up. It's going to come out on Tuesday. We're going to talk to some key people within that that are not playing in it. No teaser, no no spoilers in that. Uh, but I'm very excited for for what that's going to look like. And bringing us back to that point of you saying this looked like watching PJ Tour golf on TV, like this was an opportunity missed. I think to like do some weird zany shit. Yeah, or even I don't know how to how to even say it, but just to isolate what works. And maybe we can get into a little bit now, like all the segments and a lot of the. You know, trying to to really, uh, you're almost just like apologizing, like, oh my god, I'm so sorry that this is going to be so boring for you guys. We got to fill it up with all this shit, and I will never, for the life of me, and I apologize to anybody who gets swept up in this broad brush. But when are people who are in charge of golf going to realize that people don't hate watching golf? Is basically the vibe that I turn I, every time I turn it on. I'm like, just show me the fucking golf, man. <laughs> just stop trying to like convince me to watch something else or convince me to now I need to hear from this person. Now I need to see this segment. Now I need to see this graphic. Just show them walking up the fairway. Just show me the golf course, any of that stuff. It just is. Oh my God. It, it's, it's impossible to watch. I, I don't know. Is this just me? Like I, just, I felt like so triggered watching it. Cause I'm like, God, this is, I missed watching golf, but man, this brings back a lot of like <laughs> yeah, what you got I that tri- You got that triggered today? No, it's not that. It's just like, it's, to your point, it's like, man, this... Does anything you, suck worse we, than when somebody calls you triggered? Like, no, you get, it's no, he said defensive. He, said uh, he was building off what I said, but it, it's... You can, you get a defensive it's not the, so quickly. It's not the right... Uh, no, I don't want to focus too much on that, but to your point, Solly, <laughs> it is like, it, it was the one chance that it could have we could have had to, to have something more stripped down and whatever. Instead, it's just this broadcast. that feels like it's built for a bunch of people who are definitely not watching it. <laughs> it's like, Oh, you've never watched golf before. Let's explain everything, how everything works. And Roy McElroy, he's pretty good. Let's take a look at his career. Like, dude, we know who he is. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Well, I would be curious. It's a bit, obviously these circumstances. I wonder how many non golf fans tuned in because it's live sports on TV. Well, let me tell you, I don't think they hung around very long. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I, I usually I'm like riding right there with you. Maybe it was the time off. I was like, eh, I don't know. I wasn't too bothered. Do you think that what they did for casual fans, quote unquote, worked? I don't know. Yeah. Well, it's hard for me to say because right. I, you know, being you're a, a very big, serious fan like myself. <laughs> you're a big Bill Murray <laughs> guy. That's why. Well, I thought so that segment specifically, the only, you know, Bill Murray, I, I, it's a tough spot for Bill Murray, first of all, like. You know, hey Bill, be you know, be funny, Bill. Tell us a yeah, joke. Totally. Um, and he was kind of having a conversation. What I didn't like there was Tariko felt like he had to keep announcing the action. And I think to your point is like, just let the graphics tell the story of what's going on. Like, like Mike, just have a conversation with Bill. You don't have to. Well, now here's Dustin for his third shot. And what what'd you say, Bill? Uh, that was very awkwardly done. Um, some of that's, of course, it's over Skype and there are delays on both ends, probably. Um, but I, yeah, it was. Well, I don't know if you noticed, but it was the first time Bill Murray's ever used Skype, and it was super zany because his camera was tilted a little bit. That's wild. It's it's so wild. No, it's just nobody's in a nobody's in a good spot. I think you're totally right. I think it's it's like what is Bill yeah. Murray supposed to be like? No, I'm not doing it. And then he looks like a dick. 
for saying no for the like it's just well you can just hear like let's get Bill Murray exactly yeah. just in. I he'll full, be funny full blame to whoever's idea it was yes exactly yeah somebody in that room needs to ask the one word <laughs> question that I asked on Twitter. Why? What, yeah, what are we no, doing? Somebody tell me why yeah. that would happen. Was that supposed to be funny? It wasn't. Was it supposed to be entertaining? Was it supposed to be insightful? It was. It checked zero boxes. And I'm sure there's a lot of people who, to your point, there. I'm sure there were a ton of people who don't watch golf all the time, who are not fully in the trenches, who are not keeping up on it as much as we are. But you know what? They're not, they're not listening to this podcast. And there's a lot of people who do <laughs> yeah. listen to this podcast. Yeah. And that's the point is... Like, man, if you want to cater to those people, fine. But, like, I don't want to watch this anymore. I'm so beaten down. And, like, just I want to watch the majors. They, That's it. Well, <laughs> like, they, they, it's getting tough, man. To Bill Murray specifically, like, a guy like Jimmy Dunn, club president, he could have carried a half an hour just telling stories yes, about Seminole sure. Golf Club and some of the things with members. And, We've like, even, he seems like a good storyteller. He's, like, interview him. And, and then we get a little, like – Course club flavor. Um, we've even said this in like ideas that we've pitched is like make it feel more like a podcast with with video going on underneath it. Like you've got all this dead time where you know, and clearly they had a lot of commercials they had to fit into, but you've got all this dead time as players are walking between shots as they're waiting for cameras, like all this stuff. All like, it, man, tell some some. Not everything has to be sound bites. Like tell some longer some longer stuff. I, all it took. They had Sansy out there. They had Fultz out there kind of calling the play-by-play action. It's not Fultz's fault, but I think that was just too much. Like, we just didn't need that. Have Sansy out there just facilitating, like, hey, Rory, can you tell me about, like, what the line is on this tee shot and what the what you got to think about on this hole is? Yeah. It's like, yeah, well, you know, with the wind helping us. Like, on 16, that hole was sweet today. 16, with the wind at our backs, like, Wolfie and I can kind of try to drive this green. Ricky's got to go play out this way. But the key <laughs> is you got to play into the left bunker because Wolf short-sided himself because that pit bunker shot's downwind. And that's the stuff that, like, if you're going to go to Seminole, try to bring Seminole to life through the players. Like, those guys were kind of mystified out there today. I mean, I thought it was going to be play a lot easier for them. I thought that there would be a lot more birdies. Why was that? It's not a long course, and it was pretty soft. Like, like talk to me about yeah. – the, the players were there with Mike's, and it's the only time you're going to get the opportunity for, to talk to them during the round. So why did we not hear – I think you mentioned we didn't hear from Rory, like, an interview until the 18th hole. 18th hole, yeah. So, well, I, I do think that's a good point. You could have the players describing their thought process the whole That's all I want to hear. That's how what Wolf was so good at. Yeah. Like he just talking about uh, he said when Ricky shanked it on the uh the extra hole. We can't confirm it was a shank, okay. but it was definitely low and right. But Wolf was like, you know, that's a really hard shot with like hit nine iron from 120 yards yeah. so I get comfortable over that shot. Like, gosh, you know what? That's a good comment. Like even for pros they get uncomfortable with that shot. Rory commenting on that shot saying, you know, it's only 120. Or somebody somebody before they hit it was like, at home, they're probably like, oh, 120, you should stuff this. And like they kind of brought to life how hard that shot is. So. And, and let me let me underscore this. I don't want to be just like <laughs> complaining about something that totally didn't need to exist. I'm massively appreciative of everybody who put it on, all of that stuff. But the only thing I'm trying to take away here is that by having a stripped-down version I think you would get a proof of concept of like what is actually valuable from this telecast. And I think if you had that, then you can implement that into other telecasts. Amen. And that's what I'm saying. Preach. Is that, that's all I'm triggered about, Randy, to use no, that's good. the, I, the I, word of the moment. I but, totally agree. And I think it's important, though, for people to be like, I, I think there are many more positives than, at least in my opinion, like overall. I agree. I'm, I'm very happy this happened uh, rather than being like upset about. Yeah, certain thing. The yeah. reason why I got worked up different than a normal PGA Tour week is, like I said, they got it. They had it. They had it right there. Like just the mics on the players, they had it, and they couldn't get out of their own way. That's what the frustrating part is. And I will also say that I forgot what I was going to say. Now I remembered. Um, <laughs> they had. I'm judging the, how much time we're spending talking about this off of the reaction on Twitter, and Twitter was giving the benefit of the doubt. I think like people were ready to give leeway on today and the reaction was very strong. <laughs> yes. Uh, no, I think that's, I think that's right. And I, I will say too, that uh, maybe this is a, you know, fool me once, uh, shame on me. It's a fool me, fool me once. You ain't going to fool me again, Randy. Uh, but I'm so psyched for the match. I think it's going to be awesome for a number of reasons we can get into. And I think it's gonna be totally different than what we saw today. I 100% agree. We're going to find out more about that on Tuesday's episode. But Did, yes. Should we talk about more of the callers? Yeah, why don't the you? Yeah, why don't you? What did you think about the president calling it? Well, so of all the topics so far, why don't we just add in maybe the most polarizing person <laughs> on the entire planet into this broadcast? <laughs> see how see how that goes over. That was a um, 
That that had my attention. I was riveted. I didn't know where he was going. And I actually thought Tariko asked some good questions. I did too. Which they, they weren't necessarily all softballs. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Which Garrett Ford tweeted out the story from Rick Riley's book about Tariko playing with Trump and how Tariko hit a on a par five. I think Tariko's kind of a crappy golfer. Hit a par five into him, was 10 feet away from the hole, and Trump went up. And when Tariko wasn't looking and kicked his ball into the bunker <laughs> and the caddy like went to Tariko was like, yeah, you know, he, like, you hit it to 10 feet. He hit, your, he put your ball in the bunker. So some, some animosity. That I, I was shocked. He didn't take the bait on Rory. I had that at minus 500 and he did not take it. <laughs> I, maybe it was thinly veiled with us. Some of the players that, you know, sure, sure. I, who knew he was such a big Ricky fan. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was, it was something that, yeah. that had my attention. Yeah, I don't. I don't really know what there is to say. It felt very surreal. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The whole thing felt very surreal for a number of reasons. But yeah, I don't know. No comment. <laughs> it's funny how the stick to sports thing only seems to go one way. But I guess we don't have to uh, get into that too much. Who was the? Uh, oh, Rom. Rombo was the other caller. Yeah, I thought he Rom did a good, good job. Yeah, I thought he did. I thought I thought he was uh, engaged in you know whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I will say I was every time they cut back to Tariko, I was I perked up a little bit. I'm like, ooh, like who the who hell is next? are they going to next? <laughs> someone had uh, someone on the refuge photoshopped a uh, a split screen of Tariko talking to Martin Shkreli, the, uh, <laughs> the I saw famous a, pharmaceutical manipulator. I uh, saw one on Twitter with Kim Jong Un <laughs> in the bottom right left corner. Oh man, but yeah, that was. I, I just don't get how you would. Unless it was like mandated, like somehow, which now we're getting into conspiracy button territory. But yeah, I don't know how you would willingly put on someone that's just going to like viscerally upset half the audience that's watching. <laughs> but okay. my my favorite part was the well, golf audience, maybe not. Yeah, <laughs> it's very true. <laughs> Was the uh, the part that said we should have known somebody should have told us while there's a current whistleblower <laughs> investigation going on? I was just I might have phrased that differently totally. if I was in that situation because I kind of wish we had known that that interview was coming. Someone would have told us maybe <laughs> there's something we could have done. Are you guys psyched though? We're going to be back to normal in no time. We're yeah, be climbing all over each other in four, stands, <laughs> packed arenas, four PJ Tour events with no fans, and then we should be back to normal. That's gonna be sick. Uh, literally. It'd be, it'd be sweet to just say things uh with no consequences whatsoever. <laughs> well, that's kind of what we do on the podcast well, too. <laughs> do, 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 do. Um should we talk about some of the quality of golf that we saw? We haven't talked a ton about the golf. Please. Which I don't think this was about the golf. I think no, we can agree. It was about so many more things than, than just the golf, Chris. The real golf was the friends we made along the way. Uh DJ. Porter tweeted that he found out that apparently it looked like DJ found out about this thing on Friday, which I believe. I, I want to say there were a lot of things that uh, I related to heavily. Dustin marking his ball with a T is a staple of mine. That I would say 85% of the time I probably mark my ball with a T. That was great. Randy, I thought you had a, some great commentary on Dustin's opening hole. Oh, I <laughs> tweeted it, so I'm repeating if you saw it. But it was very relatable. You know, the thin, terrible wedge into the first green, uh, the horrendous lag putt. Get out, there, get out with a comfy five, though. <laughs> Go to the second tee. You know, hit it off the planet because <laughs> you don't have a feel. Your whole like, parts. That, that's 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 my whole like first two three hole uh, routine. There is is uh, is what he was doing. So yeah, I loved his energy. He was so <laughs> checked out and tuned out. Uh, How about him just flying it directly over the cameraman on what was that like the second hole or something? It's like so unnecessary. Lined up all the way on the right side of the tee box, took it directly <laughs> over a cameraman. Yeah. I think Rory, uh, nobody likes Dustin more than me. I, I think Rory got a tough, he got a tough assignment today, carrying, carrying those personalities. I, I don't think there's a lot, I don't think there's a lot going on. I, I love watching all four of those people play golf, Ricky included, massively included. But yeah, personality wise, I don't think there's a ton. Not with Mike's on there. Yeah. Like if you, go, I imagine if you go play 18 holes with Dustin Johnson, it'd be pretty fun. Agree. I just think as soon as like he goes into on mode of like public persona, he, it's not that fun. But that's where again to get into the match next week. I think you know Tiger and Phil felt very much in the first match that we saw last year, whenever that was. It felt like it was twenty years ago, twenty eighteen. Uh, when we saw their first one, it felt like they were a lot more like today, where it was just kind of like, all right, the mics are on, go. 
and everyone's like kind of, I don't know, nervous. Do I say something? Uh, let me slip in a joke. Oh God, that was stupid. Bag of sand. <laughs> and, uh, Bag of sand. but you could tell just from the press conference, so <laughs> just from the press conference, you could tell how much I think Peyton Manning is going to like raise the, oh. he's like the, the one, a star. he's the yeah. one guy in the class who can like. You know, when he's on, it just raises everybody. Now everybody wants to joke around and everybody's going to Because Phil's going to play off pay. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. then, exactly right. I'm thrilled to watch this. But that's where I was a little, having four of them, right? If it's one-on-one, it's a little bit more awkward. But having four of them yes. today, I thought there'd be more energy maybe. The whole thing with Ricky, and I texted this privately to you guys, was like for one of the most popular players in the world, man, he doesn't give you much like personality-wise, right? Like can you remember anything memorable or funny or – that he like said or did like he's he had a sandwich and he asked if we could have a lunch ball after <laughs> the the charisma the just doesn't you know jump out at I you. thought Rich Lerner's uh comparison to Johnny Depp was very accidentally <laughs> backhanded uh like yeah he's just like Johnny Depp without the drama I was like Johnny Depp seems very fake interesting as well <laughs> but we don't have to have to go there I guess I thought Wolf was good like I said he was the excitable boy I think he was uh a lot of messages he was that excited people didn't like Wolf like uh, he seems like a douche I think he's kind of just maybe a little broy, but I, yeah. you know, I like watching. When him. you were a junior so in college, yeah, exactly. Would you want your personality no, on display totally. for the world? Like, and he's only twenty-one too, which you know, I was a total shithead. <laughs> like, you know, can you imagine how unlikable I would have been at, at twenty-one? Jeez, what would you even do and paint us a picture? I, what would have been your big bugaboos out there? Not banging down low. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know. I, I I can't even imagine. I cannot imagine. I think that's something that people very quickly like. People people thought Wolf shot eighty. He shot like seventy two today. By yeah. the way, bad start and then like a couple bad. Afterwards. He was on in yeah. regulation. He didn't have a lot of like really good runs at birdie. But uh, Ricky played great. Honestly, I mean, he was impressive. <laughs> he played great. Yeah, <laughs> he steps up in big situations. Exactly. I mean, he, he got another. He, I said he, I nabbed another runner up. He's <laughs> knocking on the door. I think he's going to break through any day now. I wanted him to snag one more win. Just uh, how does the tour classify that stuff? Like Hero World Challenge doesn't count other, as a win. Other victory, maybe. Other victory. <laughs> other runner up. But, other runner yeah. up. Yeah. But would have counted as another. Top victory. fives now in all six majors. <laughs> Which is impressive. <laughs> That'd be sweet though if he would nag like all of just so much ancillary stuff. Like he's got some big <laughs> European tour titles. He's got a Hero World Challenge. Like a charity skins game would be a good one that you could just kind of add to that professional win total on Wikipedia. But whenever he wants to come on Wild World of Golf, we'd be more than happy to one on one allow him to compete. That for, would be for that title. That'd be the absolute dream. One on one, big Randy versus big Ricky. North, if North Barrick eighteen is any indication, I think it's a pretty, I think it's a pretty even match. On that note, what what personality? Somebody sent this question, and sorry, I don't have it in front of me. But what would be the best person, the best four ball you could have out there, personality, entertainment wise, among professionals? Just professional men, like PGA Tour men, or yes, let's stick with that for now. Like Max would be great. I know that's a homer answer, but obviously people have seen what he's like on the golf course through our strapped and other things. I think he'd be awesome. Jason Bone, I, w- I would put in there just from mm-hmm. the podcast. I've never actually met him, I don't think, but the podcast was exceptional. Uh, do I have to give some answers? You don't here? have to. I can keep rattling. Okay, I would put Tiger going. in there just because he's he's magnetic. He can't you know can't look away when Tiger's on the screen. I'm not sure. It, it's interesting because it's the whole DJ. Uh, it's a different question than what your in dream a nutshell is because DJ would be awesome, but once the the microphones come on, yeah. it it neuters what he's actually allowed to talk about. Very so, different question from what's the dream for him. Yeah, think. from from that perspective, it's guys who, like who are the I most natural storytellers. Would, I don't know that Dustin would be that awesome with the camera. Not are. that awesome. <laughs> I think it'd be okay. He'd be more fun. <laughs> he'd be more interesting. He would more interesting. He would tell yeah. you what he thinks. I think so. I mean, probably a guy like Ogilvy or somebody who could give you some. It's pure entertainment. I would put Bryson in there. Would love to hear Bryson mic'd up. I'd say yeah. same for Spieth. Let me Spieth would be out there. Spieth is great. I mean, and I think Rory's great to have yeah. In, yeah. in these things. Let me ask you this. Just, I feel like I was wildly. Uh, I came at at the broadcast way too hot. But so let me offer a little more. <laughs> I mean, I didn't mean to make you. No, feel no, bad no, no, no. No, I appreciate you pushing back. I, uh, I know there's a lot of people working hard on <laughs> something that is outside their purview. I don't mean to to tarnish it, but. Let me let me put it this way. We just had Matt Wolf, one of, if not the biggest rising stars in, in professional golf, mic'd up for four and a half hours. Tell me one thing you guys learned about Matt Wolf today. Ooh, 
Um, I mean, one thing you didn't know about him before that, that no, you know now. Those shoes are going to charity. He's going to mm-hmm. auction Shoes were sick. Shoes were sick. He's, like, he's got he speed, didn't, too. He didn't say that, though. That was the commentators that said that. I learned he's got speed. I learned he I, he is even more relatable than I thought and that he let loose a club twirl on 17 and hit it in the bunker. That was good. Yes. I, I laughed at that. Yeah. He was he was poking some fun at himself. Tied for the most wins in Oklahoma State golf history. That's true. Uh, in only two seasons. Yep. Point being, listen, <laughs> yeah. not not much, I don't think, yeah. right? And not that it needed to be some big interview or something, but like it's weird to not have to spend that much time with someone who's mic'd up and not really, you know, have your opinions solidified or or moved very much. I guess. Well, a year ago this month, wouldn't he have been at the NCAA championships? So like, hey man, talk to me. Like, what's the last year been like? Yeah, <laughs> it's that been would be a kind of one. a wild ride. Yeah, huh? I don't know. They didn't have time for any of that. Like, how how could you make time? In that how broadcast? Your, how has your life changed in the last twelve months? Yeah, there's no time for that. I mean, there's only a four hour, four and a half hour broadcast window. How about the buzz? That, like Gary Williams tweeted that asking if they were going to pull the players off at six p.m. <laughs> Was that a serious tweet? Like rules are he finished with rules, rules are rules. Rules are rules, guys. It's out of my hands, guys. Sorry, rules are rules. There's you know there's a little thing called being a gentleman <laughs> and respecting the rules. That have been the most golf that, thing God, to ever happen. That's such a stick take that the players are not gentlemen because they didn't respect the six o'clock rule. <laughs> Mr. Ogan was off the course every day at six. I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh, I was saying when we were talking about it that there was no way they were going to do that, but if they had pulled them off on like the 16th green. <laughs> It would have been my favorite thing to ever happen in the history of golf. It would have been the most golf, the thing, most golf ever. thing ever. It would have been fantastic. <laughs> One thing I'll combining two uh, two takes here regarding the golf course not maybe showing out like you anticipated, Randy, and the format stinking. To your point, Deej, I think Skins Game is a bad format for Seminole because the course is about some of the teeth that some of these shots have, but these guys were playing with no risk, right? Because, yeah. and you have a partner there, it's skins, it's not stroke play, so you can go at pins and whatnot, and they put pins in pretty somewhat benign spots, I felt like. It's like a pro-am. Pretty much like a pro-am, <laughs> but the idea is that, you know, some of the, they could make it so difficult to get to some of these pins, and you have certain spots you cannot miss, and that just isn't really accentuated by the fact that you're just playing for birdies. So I think that is a lot more of the, I've never been there, never been to Seminole, uh, I, but I think that some of the brilliance in it is probably defined by that nuance of the line between birdie and bogey being very close, which a lot of great golf courses have. And I know that there, there's only so much they can do on a limited broadcast. They can't spend all the time breaking all this stuff down. But I will give a shout out to the PJ Tour had a great video of just just very simple flyovers of every hole. And even the 10 minutes I spent watching that was like, oh, my God, okay, this place looks awesome, actually, because you get so much more elevation. You can see a lot more of the runoffs on the green. Like every, We all say this, but everything just gets flattened so much when you watch it on TV. You can't really, without the contour lines and all that stuff, like you just can't really tell what you're even looking at. And so um, go watch that video if you can because it, it was really good. And I also want to give a quick shot. I think JT would be a great addition to yes. any of these, which is, again, why I'm so excited for the match because yeah, he'll be, be on, course on the call. There. What do you think, Mel Reed of the uh, LPGA? Can I say, can I say yeah. one last thing on Seminole before we go? Two Absolutely things. Absolutely not. Thanks okay. for <laughs> um, <laughs> It is not the ideal time of year for a course that far south in Florida. Like into May, like that, the course would have already been closed in a normal part of the year. And talking to a superintendent friend of mine, he had estimated that they had already probably punched the greens before they had agreed to have it there. So the greens are in recovery from being punched and all the rain that dumped on it all probably contributing factors to how the course played and presented today. I don't, it didn't pop on TV. I think a lot of people were expecting it to, but in late May, in like it's basically like summer down there already in that period of time, these courses are not designed to peak during that period of time. So yeah, I think if we would have got one of what we got at Royal Melbourne with, you know, one on the That's edge shot, expecting. rolling yeah. all the way off the green, I think everybody would have been like, oh my God, this place right. is so cool. And we just didn't get that. Right. All right. Randy. No, I was going to kind of bring it up with the format. Uh, Mel Reed of the LPGA said, you know, voiced her displeasure and regret that, you know, they, no women were involved in the, uh, in the match or in the event today. Or the match or really or, any, of the, yeah, any of these exhibitions. True. And so I was just curious, like I was thinking format wise, you know, a, an alt shot or some type of male, female team competition against other male, female, like, I think that would have been interesting uh, a billion percent. I don't know. No, totally. Yeah. That I, I think I've mentioned that on another podcast, but that's like one of my, you know, blue sky, what would you like to see in golf? Like a team event between 
with like mixed teams would be oh, the Vic such Open. a no-brainer. The Vic Open, I mean, I know it's not what you're saying, but the simultaneous men's and women tournament yeah. was, I watched it for hours and I forgot that I was watching two different tournaments. Like it was so seamless how that worked and it just made so much sense. It was something that was hard to visualize until that happened. I know it's a different note of what you're saying. I would ask the question in relation to this for raising the most amount of money for charity. Is that the answer? Like, would that have been the answer today? I don't know the, I don't, I can't say definitively yes or no. Would I want to watch that more? Yes. Does that raise more money for charity? Does TaylorMade sponsor enough women local in that area that wouldn't have to travel to it that would create this, I think is the question. Well, so the logistics are a fair point. I think at least in an alt shot format, right? You could, so you know what holes the the women are going to tee off on so you can set the tees appropriately. But you could almost keep the four guys that were signed up to play and then add four women and, you know, you're, you're showing the same amount of golf shots. Um, How could they possibly show that many, that much action though? In, <laughs> Ta- in Taylor made, I also believe only had three women listed on their website that they sponsor. So well, two, um, two. I don't know. I, I think, I, I think, I really do think I would have been more, it would have brought a little bit more interest or intrigue from me, I think, but you know, I think without a doubt. And I think for a tailor, I think for an equipment company sponsoring it, why wouldn't they want to shine a light on the females that they sponsor uh, and perhaps, you know, help that out. So I would guess the logistics have something to do with it. I think that's a massive part of it. And I think, I mean, I think your point's right. You know, whether that's, whether that's quote unquote right or wrong, Solly, I think it's, you know, are you going to raise more money with the four guys that we had today or with, you know, a mixed two and two? It's probably the four that we had today. And that sucks. Um, and it's hard to spend somebody else's money or, or dictate somebody else's money. But I'm with you, Randy, that and it's would not, I have rather watched a mixed thing? For sure. 100%. And it's not like the, what you're saying. It's not the amount of people that are texting in money it's like ricky's partners which yeah, are exactly. a million of them like they all do you think so they, there were so many promoted <laughs> tweets do you think that his companies were like going against each other in the twitter promoted ads auctions like Probably. farmers is going against like you know rocket mortgage else, rocket or, mortgage and cobra and whoever who could who could, who could possibly say who could count them all um we didn't talk i mean we can cover that in 25 seconds but guys in shorts walking carrying their own bags nobody was, died such a cool, like, that was a cool vibe. Yeah, that's great. really cool. Yeah. I, I, that's was, not a small thing. In can my you book. believe, like, how stupid is this going to look in, like, 50 years when people look back and be like, yeah, you realize there was, like, this whole stink in the media about, like, guys wearing shorts, and a lot of people said it was just, like, it was against the spirit of the game, and I don't know, all this stuff. Like, really? They weren't always allowed to wear shorts? No. I think that's a good block to be on, though. Is his pants only? His pants <laughs> only. So stupid. For the, for, for the, the sanctity of the game. <laughs> I, that might be my new official blog. <laughs> I, there was a lot of like, I, I'm thinking when they went back to do the closest to the pin on so like, look at these guys, they're hopping in carts. You don't see that very often, do you? <laughs> like just a lot of, you know, hey, these guys are just like us. I will say I could have used some push carts out there. I think I'm shocked this could have been a, a this could have been a massive watershed moment for the, the push cart community. Some walker trolleys, one, exactly. one may say. And, uh, but no, there, there was nothing. The stigma continued. One. Yeah. I, the, you what, would have been out there with actually the was push cart with the big umbrella over oh, it. Oh God! And the, the, the building seat, the, 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 little, <laughs> the little thing that pulls out so you can sit down on it. It's a bench. I, I the think, sun sleeves. I think that was a tailor made thing, like with the bags, with the uh, the clear labels on the bags that they didn't want them in push carts, and they didn't want outside push carts in. I did actually ask about this. Really? Yeah. Huh. So, because I would have loved to see the, the PCM make a nice right. move there, the mafia. It was that? a great, great opportunity for that. Anything else that you guys want to specifically cover from this that we uh, haven't covered? We got a couple of questions out here that we can mix in. Do we want to cover any other topics before we get to some of those? Or I say let's get to some questions. Yeah, I'm good from today. I, you know, it was felt kind of like old times again. You know, it did. Does it feel like golf is back? No, no, not at all. Well, golf is coming I, back soon. What do I you- think? I'm so psyched, and I of course know he's gonna like. I know Schwab's a partner of ours and all that stuff, but we all love Colonial. There's going to be an outrageously good field. Like golf will be back when golf comes back at Colonial. This triggered that coming back, like that feeling though. I've always looked at that date as that's not going to happen. Like there's yeah. no way it's going to happen. But within the last week, there was a protocol from the PGA Tour that came out, like there's something like 37 pages that outlined the steps that are being taken for this first event, the, the Charles Schwab Challenge. 
or is it is the challenge this year, right? Yeah. Correct. Um, what goes into that going off as scheduled? And now I actually feel like it's going to happen and it's real. Yeah, I do too. I, talking to some players and stuff too, it was, I was so uh, skeptical that it was going to actually go through the way it was. And it's been like that for a couple of weeks now where people, guys are like, no, I mean, I'm booking flights and like, I'm pretty sure it's going to happen. So that's, that's good. It is, has created, I think we're going to eat a lot of this. There's going to be a lot of fallout from all of the rulings. Of course, this is some may say a fluid situation, but some, one of the twists that has been discussed recently is the international players that have gone home that are abroad the challenges that they face to get back in time to play in the U.S. are very real. And that two, I, I forget where I read this article uh, about two different players, Tommy Fleetwood and Matt Fitzpatrick are taking two different approaches. Tommy Fleetwood has a wife and kid and is not going to do it. He's not coming back until the fall or later this year because if you come back from Europe, you have to do a two-week quarantine. You have to do all of the testing that goes into uh, playing a, a, several tour events. And when you go back, you got to take another two-week quarantine. And so he doesn't want to be away from his family for that long. Matt Fitzpatrick, single, is going to be coming back and playing, uh, I don't know, somewhat full schedule and doing the whole quarantine process. It's an interesting wrinkle. No and Fleetwood, is, is he single? Are you reporting that news? He always used to have a girlfriend. <laughs> I'm just saying he doesn't have a, a, a family. Maybe his girlfriend's coming. I don't know. Um, he's not married, I don't believe. Okay, okay. So it... it and to be clear, Fleetwood was very, you know, willing in his comments to say, like, I'm not complaining about this. Like, this is just the reality of the situation for me. I'm not criticizing the tour and their and their procedures. It's just what it is. But and I was uh, going to say, I mean, I know that the tour can be an easy target a lot of the time, but my head spins so hard thinking about all the stuff that they have had to work on the last oh my god the last few months to try to like even to get something like today stood up which is the easiest thing you know quote unquote that you could possibly do trying to get all the testing stuff in place trying to get all the quick turnarounds all the hotels all the charter flights all the like oh my god there's <laughs> there's so much stuff that they have had to do and so if things get off the ground the way that they look like they're going to uh, in June for Charles Schwab, like massive hats off to them for making that happen. And I know this is kind of like low hanging fruit, but I'm sure that there's something to be said for, you know, golf being kind of the, the first sport back and all that stuff. I got to think that that well, first uh, event is going to be after mixed martial arts, after mixed martial arts. And I guess NASCAR, but anyways, <laughs> so, shout out to but yes, shout out to them. Shout out well, to everybody. Point yeah, taken. It's it's a monumental lift, and I think Solid to your earlier uh, question with you know guys taking different routes, and I you know I, I think that's totally fair and and good for them for doing what they feel is best. I the it's going to get interesting though when they get a positive test or a couple positive tests, and then like okay, well let's see how good the protocols hold and if they're really able to work through that and and what happens when that rolls around eventually but um the yeah. interesting parts i saw were that it does not if a if a player tests positive the tournament's not stopping it's not a hard and fast rule of like one test equals you know the tournament stops i'm not it's they're not sure as to what triggers like the tournament stopping uh that's one and two if a player they're not the tour is not going to announce if somebody tests positive for Corona, it's up to the player to, which I can't imagine that getting holstered. Like some, whoever, right. if somebody withdraws, they're either going to say they have it. Oh, or, my arm. Or, <laughs> it's yeah. broken. Like they're, every player is going to need to know, right? Yeah. If you were in that player's group for a practice round or something. Which, which that, like a lot of the stuff, the way that, you know, the charter flights and the hotels and all which, that. Like, explain it just, that. Well, just, I, I think that what I was going to get at is the tour is kind of, I think that for a liability standpoint and all of that, they, they basically have to kind of say, like, this is our strong recommendation. Um, you know, we're not going to tell you you have to stay in the hotel, uh, but it would be our strong recommendation that you stay in the official hotel. And I think a lot of that stuff kind of probably lets, you know, lets them off the hook if something was to happen. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how <laughs> – I think if, if this whole situation has taught us anything, it's, it's – uh, that I don't think any of us know, like what to do. Oh no, no, no. yeah, no, it's, <laughs> you know? it's easy just to so, yeah, throw out what could go wrong. But I doubt there's anything that they haven't thought of that's glaring. That's that's what it. I'm getting yeah. at. Is like, man, it, like I can't sit here one way or the other and like they're a hundred percent right. I I applaud them, 
or like this is bullshit. I can't believe they're playing professional golf. Like I have absolutely no idea and have no choice but to just trust the hundreds of literal hundreds of people who are working. It goes on this. back to your boy Rumsfeld. You know, they're known knowns, they're known unknowns, <laughs> they're unknown unknowns, you know? It's, exactly. Who could, well, well said. Who could say? Man, the more things change, the more they stay the same, huh? <laughs> I'm sorry, what? <laughs> um, do you guys, we never talked about VJ on the pod. VJ will be, uh, taking, <laughs> well, has entered 12-6 curveball. <laughs> Hit the <He's>, air horn. <laughs> <laughs> he has entered the, uh, the Corn Ferry event, the local event that will be here in Ponte Vedra at uh, Dyes Valley. There's some t- we've talked offline. There's some takes flying around here about this, but a lot of people worked up about it. A lot of people have said, you know, he can do whatever he wants. Where do you guys stand? Where do you stand? Where well, you yeah, start? where do you stand? It's bullshit. I mean, come on. <laughs> Whoa. Like, come on. The defense is preparing its, <laughs> its rebuttal over here. So this, this is what this reminded me of. The people that will say something, whatever they want, be like, oh, what? what are you talking about? It's First Amendment. I've got every right to say that. <laughs> it's like there are consequences. There's, despite the First Amendment, there are consequences for the words you say. So does VJ have every right to play at a Corn Ferry event? Absolutely. He has the right to enter the event, 100%. Doesn't mean he should do it, or it doesn't mean that there's not consequences or reaction to that. Yeah. I, and I think it's very fair to say you have made $70 million on tour there is a global pandemic that has cost a lot of people a lot of playing opportunities, many and, of which lives. Yes, uh, yes. But as it relates to professional golf, the amount of people that are you know trying to get into Corn Ferry events, like the people that play many tours, they've been completely decimated. They've had no opportunities to earn income. You've made seventy plus million dollars on course, not even counting all your endorsements. And you're going to take up a spot from a player that's trying to make it in professional golf. There's a lot. I know the excuse of play better is out there, but there is a lot of people that survive in professional golf on the margins. And that doesn't mean that they don't deserve the opportunity to play in that tournament. Before we offer our rebuttal, please. What what has the reaction been? (laughs) Let me bring in Brady (laughs) Schnell. Twofold. What has the reaction been amongst golf fans, in your opinion? And what has the reaction, the prevailing reaction been amongst golf professionals prevailing amongst golf professionals is like this is bullshit this is dumb i think most golf fans think like play better okay would you like to start us yeah i'll offer one thing real quick yeah please is you know a lot of these you know when the individual liberties don't go your way, you know, don't come crying to me. You, know. <laughs> you got to work harder, man. <laughs> yeah, it seems like the opposite side of the coin uh, from a lot of what the the homies are preaching out there on Twitter. But, I see your Twitter account. Exactly. Uh, I would sum it up in that VJ has the the right to splash the pot whenever the fuck he wants. Basically, is is what I was getting at. Uh, and Which, I think that you're I want to be totally clear. right in that. I want to be clear, this is not piling on VJ because he's unlikable. I actually think VJ being unlikable has helped him in this situation. Continue, though. What do you know? Like, if Phil did this, how ridiculous would this be? (laughs) But it's like, oh, it's VJ, VJ being VJ. Like, he can do that. If Phil did this, how ridiculous. I think it's the opposite. I think it's VJ. Like, if it was like David Toms, I don't think anybody would even think about it. I think that. I think people would be like, oh, wow, that's kind of weird. But I think because it's VJ, like, and there's so many people who don't like him. Like then, I think it actually hurts him. I think it is much more like, oh my god, this is a story. Let's talk about this. But I, I think I don't disagree with anything you're saying. I think that, like, yeah, of course, you your recourse is you can call him a dick on your podcast. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> like that's you know, so that's fine. Go ahead, you can do it again if you want, but he can still play. <laughs> I don't, I'm not even necessarily calling him a dick. He was a dick before this happened. <laughs> I'm going to play the corn fairy. <laughs> uh, and to your to your point of players on the margins, I don't want to sound insensitive to any of those guys who make up a great tapestry of professional golf, but this feels to me like one of those things where, you know, nobody who's good enough is kept out. And kept out. <laughs> yes, but there, like go look at go look at go look at some of the the corn fairy fields and tell me there's not some there's not some far worse offenders out there than Vijay Singh, who, God forbid, you know, might get a couple eyeballs checking the scores. I don't disagree <laughs> with that, but that, so that's different. You don't have to name names, no. but there are some people who are 
doing a far bigger travesty to these fields than but what BJ's thing. You're doing. blurring some lines there. That that is like a good argument against like an unrestricted sponsor exempt. Like an unrestricted. No, 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 no. no. That's you're saying that, I'm saying the major medicals guys. I'm saying oh, like yeah, yeah. hangers on that are just like, dude, you're the one who needs to get the hell out. Like, but not you're BJ. saying the draw attention. To, if you're saying draw attention, like that's the reason why he's doing it. Like draw no, some no, no, eyeballs no. to the tournament. That's not. No, it. no, no. I'm not okay. saying that. I'm, no, I'm saying he's doing it because he's like a complete sociopath. Yeah. <laughs> like of course. Yeah. I didn't know. I'm not saying it's like oh that's sweet that he. But it makes me more interested in the tournament. Definitely. As a as yeah. a fan, I'm like oh well naturally I want to see what VJ shot. No, you don't. Of course. Yeah. Definitely. No, of course. You care what VJ shoots at this? Now I do. Now I sure. do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. What is he? He's well, like 57 and he chips cross handed <laughs> and he's the third highest, fourth highest earner in golf history. Like, yeah, I'm kind of going to, I'm going to peer at the scoreboard, see what he shot. I will say it, the people that have tweeted out, like, oh, if you don't like it, just beat him. That's, that's not, not the, the point. argument. That's no, no, not no, the no, point. That's not the argument. It's the people, it's, it's going to come down to one guy, which it's, is this too much discussion over one spot in the field for a coin fair event? Yes, yeah. of course. And isn't it one spot one week? Like he's yeah. not. Yeah, yeah. That's why it's like, come on, like really, really. But you know, Rudy was only in for one drive, man, and he, uh, you know, he changed the whole uh, complexion of college football. How about <laughs> Phil's comment? Was it's no secret VJ and I aren't close, but I'd like to say on his behalf that in addition to being a member of the Hall of Fame, he's a big part of the PGA Tour's success, which financially subsidizes and always has the KFT. He has earned the right to play when and where he wants. <clears throat> the defense rests. Our counselor from California said it better than than any of us could have. Yeah, or maybe Jupiter. I don't know if he moved yet or not. It's it's hard to dispute any of that. I would say he's played for twenty three years <laughs> since the cat has been on the tour and been the what else one of the greatest beneficiary. Like he's clearly like a sicko who has nothing. To, he's been cooped up in this so, quarantine just like everybody else. I played, uh, and at, the the tournament's going on. Fi- he can ride his fucking bike to the tournament. Yeah. Like, come on. So uh, the, the, the story is you've played this course 8,000 times, right? Maybe who knows? Maybe what, it, what if, I, he, what if all these people are, de- yeah, they're diminishing the chances VJ gets his card back or gets his, you know, gets out on these. Uh, I don't know. The story of VJ's range sessions at TPC are well documented, but, uh, about a month ago, I got a chance to go out and play stadium and like in the evening, one afternoon, I'm playing with a couple pros out there and they're like, let's go hit some balls in the range. And they take me to the back of the range, which like I probably shouldn't be out there, but whatever. And I've never hit balls back there. And it's just kind of weird open space. Like there's not like a set range. It's like just hit balls. And it's really cool. It is really cool. (laughs) And I hadn't touched a club in like 10 days. And uh, guys like, yeah, you can just like pop, pop down right there and just hit, just don't hit VJ. And I look up and he's 75 yards in front of where I'm hitting and just off to the left <laughs> under a tree, hitting bunker shots, like hitting, practicing 50 yard bunker shots, like practicing blading balls out of the bunker. I was like, this dude is 57 and still out here just practicing the most insane it? shots on this range. Cross handed or regular? It was regular handed. And I so, what like, the cutoff is. I started to get oh. nervous and I step up, of course, just cold shank. One, like, off <laughs> well, the... I was really worried you were going to say 75 yards just to the right. Yeah. Like, oh, he's toast. Well, I shanked it on purpose to avoid hitting <laughs> oh, VJ. I was hoping he'd be doing air hammers back <laughs> there. I know. That's like air hammer central back there. <laughs> it's just, I didn't even see him up there. It's like, yeah, just don't hit VJ. Uh, that was great. So, anyways, I think it's. I think the criticism is warranted. I think let let VJ play. Let VJ play. <laughs> God, I hope he wins though. You guys are bad guys. TC wanted me to mention uh, that he wants to give a shout out to everyone that has supported uh, No Laying Up during this crisis in the pro shop. It's been absolutely bucking its head, and uh, the support is felt and greatly appreciated. If you are looking to help us out and uh, shop for some great merchandise, store.nolayingup.com. We are a small shop. Uh, it has got a lot of good stuff in it. I know a lot of stuff sold out a lot of the time. We're working on that, okay? But the Neil and Tron do a great job keeping it stocked with with up-to-date material. And uh, direct all of your complaints to those two guys if you have any complaints on the inventory. But no, much appreciated, and uh, it's been it's been a great help to us. So thank you for that. That's Anything a, else? That's about it. No, we got a, a couple questions. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. Do we... Wait, do we cover a, a, enough from the match and everything? What do, you, what do you? Anything else that we maybe glanced over in any way? I want to say that I, you know, uh, I will echo you, Randy. Far more positives than negatives. I don't want that to be the takeaway yeah. from this. That oh god, DJ just flamed it. What I'm flaming is the the loss of potential. <laughs> I wish we could have 
you know, I wish we could have pushed the game further today, and I don't think we did that. I would like the record to state that I tried to get us through that first break, and you guys. I'll were the take one full that responsibility. That's fine. Uh, come, I, I we took got a lot. my first golf nap in a long time yeah. this afternoon. How, how long? Did, how many? Dozed either off. how many holes did you watch, or how many holes did you miss? Whatever is easier to count. I was tuned in the whole telecast, and I think I missed right around the turn. Uh, Seven, eight, nine, ten were a little hazy. Don't really remember. Was it before, was in and out before DT or after DT? I think DT spiked my <laughs> adrenaline. Exactly. And I had a, get a big come down right after DT. <laughs> Took a little nap. Hey, would it have killed him to get a little measurement on the closest to pin there at the end? Seemed I, like a lot of uh, a yeah, looks, looks good to me. That yeah. felt a little rush to give it to the favorites to win. There was thing. a lot of conspiracies mm. running around the message board that maybe Big Nurse stepped in, put their oh. thumb on the scale. <laughs> oh, I Who like knows? that. I like that. Um, all right, Jack French fourteen twenty seven asks, "What was your favorite hole at Seminole?" Now seeing it live on mm, TV. Good question. Fifteen for me. That par five was amazing. The, was that the, the split, split fairway? Split fairway with the trees down the middle. Uh, hug the right to get you know, take on the water basically. Get it, make it a much shorter hole. Or otherwise, you have the whole world out to the left. Cool green, little narrow layup spot. Ricky hit that driver off the deck, which was probably the coolest shot hit all day. That was a standout to me, but. It's hard to it's hard, you don't pick a ton up from the from the telecast, but again, I would encourage go watch the flyover video because there was a lot more to to be learned. I thought seventeen and eighteen cool were too. cool. Yep. Yeah, that's why the whole the, the finishing stretch was like, oh, these are these yeah. are cool. Thirteen, the par three, obviously, is gorgeous. Sixteen was probably my favorite to watch. I, I didn't real I didn't really set it up very well. Like that they were going to be trying to drive the green is four hundred ten yards. That but that's if you play to the to the left and then go right. that way. If the direct line downwind was a lot less. But that was the only hole I really that sticks out to me. I'm like, okay, you know, like Ricky played it out safe. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna hit one out here and then you go for it. And like that was kind of the only one where we saw some differing strategy. Otherwise, right. it I kind of felt like it was just bang driver wherever. That was so sensible, Ricky. <laughs> so sensible. he just didn't have another. And he made play. bird, of course. He did. Uh, Great that, wedge player, one of the best wedge players in the world, and maybe. one of the best putters. Oh, man. <laughs> What a combo. He did putt pretty Lethal. well. You'd think that's a lethal combo. <laughs> He's got that that uh, golf ball that totally isn't a copy off the, the uh, Callaway <laughs> Trufus golf ball at all. I want to say I got a cheap shot in on TaylorMade on Twitter, and many people are going to expect me to, to apologize for that, for being a uh, compromise myself. No, we're Team Callaway, man. <laughs> it's also <laughs> a kind of a, Taylor made. kind of a dated joke a little bit. For sure a dated yeah. joke. Yeah, no, they've seemed to have cleaned, cleaned up their act a little bit. Mark King, I wish him nothing but success oh. over at Taco Bell. Mark, uh, Mark King was a gangster. He was the, he was <laughs> he wanted deep, to, deep he wanted to raise those the, yeah, the big cups, the big cups, the, maybe foot maybe golf's actually foot golf. Maybe yeah. that's the future. God, he was he he was on the precipice of some grand <laughs> ideas. Can we talk about a long drive where the ball doesn't even have to be in the fairway? What was up with that? Yeah, it's horrible. You don't do the closest to pen. You got to be on the green at least, right? What what is that? That was that, that was is miserable. a participation trophy. Agree. It luckily Wolf made it so it didn't matter, but Wolf was Bomb. Those guys are easy. <laughs> Those guys ain't touching wool. No. <laughs> Any other tailor-made guys you would have swapped in if logistics weren't an issue? You're gonna have to tell me some of their stay. <laughs> some of their stable. Uh, Justin Rose was tweeting up a storm Rose about it, wrong. but he's not a tailor-made guy. He's on my. Or, he plays the ball probably though. Still. Okay, I'm guessing. But he was tweeting it up. Kind of, I was kind of like, oh, does he? Does he kind of wish he was didn't leave them for on my tiger? <laughs> well, yeah. See? Oh, I guess he's. <laughs> dude, that's crazy. Dude, you can. If somebody held a gun to my head and said, "What what kind of equipment does Tiger Woods play?" I, you got to answer it within a second. Taken me, I would yeah. get shot every time. Yeah. <laughs> every time I see like the Bridgestone golf ball, I'm like, "Who's that?" Oh my God, it's Tiger. That's really? right. He plays a B on his ball, oh, man. He still plays the Nike ball in my mind. Still feels a little MJ Wizards to me, but a lot of comments saying DJ would have rather been out on that boat. I think we covered that pretty well, which is pretty <laughs> pretty accurate. Uh, but I think yeah, we're we're gonna cover like I mentioned. We're gonna talk to uh, Jeff Newbarth on Tuesday about he's the executive producer of the match and uh we're, anything you guys want us to ask him send it on in i'll probably tweet this out uh, later this week too or on monday uh asking for questions for jeff because he's gonna tell us everything he can about the match get us hyped for it which i think hopefully will look a lot different than today um i think has the, a much better opportunity to be very different than what we usually see well I'm, sh- I'm sure this will be covered but just while this tailor-made one is fresh in our memory. What I mean, what do you see instantly that would be different, or what what will be immediately improved within a week here? There's no way after the experience they had with the, the microphones on the first one, having two broadcasts talking over Tiger and Phil, 
uh, and seeing what happened today with the announcers talking over the mic'd up players. I, if they fail on that front, I Jeff is a friend of mine, and I will be roasting them. Just to <laughs> warn you, Jeff, if they if they are having the announcers talk over the players yet again, uh, we're going to lose it as a collective watching golf, I have a feeling. Is JT doing the on-course? He is. So that'll be different. different. I mean, he'll have a certain perspective and rapport with those guys. Format will be a lot different. I don't know if it, anything has been announced officially, but... Um... And not that I have, know what it is. It's even, best ball in the front, alternate on the back, I believe. That it's was one the whisper. Of the I don't know if yeah. that had been uh, announced or not. Oh, I thought it had. but Maybe it has. I, I who could, who could possibly We'll say. find out but on Tuesday. Either way, episode. it's not going to be a weird disjointed skin. Well, we're going to have the full boat of coverage on Tuesday's episode, and uh, we will be tuned into that on Sunday, I think. Anything else before we wrap? I can't think of a single thing. Hope know. everybody follows. <laughs> get, gets ready to... Uh, Follow VJ in a couple weeks. That's <laughs> the worst. Let VJ play. I, I think my uh, associate defense attorney. Uh, I, th- I think we we won that hearing. It was you had the easiest case. No, you had Dismissed. the easiest case. Like yeah, your case was like yeah, he's uh, eligible for it. He can play. That's that's about it. Yeah, yeah. it's an open and shut case. That's what yeah. they call it in the biz. You, you got to sprinkle some crack on him. And get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you, you, it was. <laughs> It was your job to like prove beyond a benefit of a doubt. Exactly. And All right. If you, to, you know, if, and I think he came up. I want, no, I, I want he, you to say it to the, the corn fairy guy that doesn't get in, like the first alternate. Dude, give me his number. Yeah, okay. I'll call him. Happily would call I will, I, we will do it on the pod. Okay. Please. Okay. Please. okay. Yeah. We will get that. We will track that down. Perfect. End of pod. Okay. Cheers. <laughs> Be the right club. Be the right club today. Honey, that's better than most. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most.